0: Now is the only minute we have. We have no idea what tomorrow holds. This life happens once, and in the blink of an eye, it's over. Before we know it, 10 years have passed, and we have no idea where the time went. Every now and then, a gentle nudge appears, reminding us to live, to live out loud, and to live life now. This life is so beautiful when we stop to smell the roses, when we take a moment away to be present. And to look at the miracles happening all around us, we can't help but want to celebrate. The small things we take for granted are really the big things. How often do you truly celebrate the joys of life? Are you living life or is life living you? I invite you to celebrate life in every moment possible before these precious moments pass on by. Don't put celebration off for another moment or another special occasion. Let's tap into it together. Step into your life and live to celebrate. Hello there, all my fellow celebrators. I'm really excited to bring to you another podcast. Um, You know, this podcast, I really wanted to kind of just go through a thought on my own. Our word last month was freedom. We had so many conversations around The word freedom. And a lot of times, you know, if people ask me what success really means to me, you know, this is really what I'd say, you know, success to me is having the freedom to live life on your own terms, to live life your own way. But I wouldn't be able to achieve this definition of success without one single thing. And that is purpose. You know, to me, purpose is like knowing the meaning of your life. Knowing your core values and knowing what really makes your heart sing every single day and live your life according to this, you know, really living to celebrate around our mission of this podcast. But, you know, I really wanted the team and I want you guys to ponder upon the word freedom. You know, to me, the feeling of freedom is when you live life kind of in a flow when there's no resistance and there's no emotional blockages. When we're really occupied with things that make our heart happy, that make us smile because we're in such a flow state, but how can we create this feeling of flow when we have to live, right? We have to pay bills. um, We, you know, we have to be making a living, you know, we doing that. We do this by really living this life of purpose. And because if we don't know our purpose in life, a purpose will be given to you by others. And it kind of gets attached to you. And it's not really necessarily your purpose. You give up your freedom in exchange for purpose. Like sure, you'll still maintain this illusion of freedom. Like that's what you're working towards. You'll still make decisions on your day-to-day actions, but you've lost the greatest freedom, which is the ability to choose your own answer to that question. What is the meaning of my life? Now, when you know your purpose and live it consciously every single day, you're free. To me, that really is the definition of freedom. Even if you work for someone else, you are still a leader who leads your own life and flow. When you know for sure the answer to this question, what is the meaning of my life? You will be able to stay calm, kind of amidst. The storms that are always going on, there's always going to be something. You'll be able to live on a really truly deeper level with yourself where surface happenings can't knock you around, things that are happening on a surface level that you know you can't control. And your purpose really will provide that unshakable stability and security that we all crave. You know, sometimes um, we often debate whether we want to trade our physical freedom. For financial freedom. And again, those definitions are so different for different people or trade that financial freedom for that physical freedom. But what a lot of people tend to forget or to mention is that we truly, what we truly crave is having mental and emotional freedom. You know, true freedom to me is when one has like, you kind of have that ability to remain free, like mentally, emotionally, even when there's chaos going on outside, true freedom is when you can stay calm when everything is going and adjust those sails according to the wind. And you know, again, true freedom does not come from having the resources to change our external circumstances, right? Having that more money and having at more time, but having the ability to manage your inner self. And, you know, again, another idea of true freedom, some things that were coming up is, you know, true freedom is when one is not scared of change, of getting out of your comfort zone or taking actions in the face of fear. It's also having resilience to bounce back from setbacks and disappointments because we all know that they're going to happen and just having the patience to wait for the right moment to truly come along. And, you know, true freedom is also living your life in on your own terms and achieving the kind of success defined by no one else but you, not defined by pictures you see on Instagram or people you want to be like, but you've actually sat down and defined the true meaning of your own life. You know, true freedom is when you feel totally and truly free emotionally mentally and spiritually because you're living life in alignment with who you really are you know as I am now in kind of, we're all in this position to create a positive change in the world just by shifting one little thing in yourself. And I'd like to truly inspire you guys to find your life's purpose because only when you live a life of purpose, you can feel free mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, you'll feel that inner peace, that freedom. When you learn to become the master of your own mind, you know, knowing what you're in charge of your attitude, your thoughts, your beliefs, your fears, knowing that you don't need to feel trapped in becoming a victim of the rules you create for your own self, you will truly experience true freedom and the freedom that starts with you and within you. And sometimes it's hard really to break free from our own patterns and thoughts and all these limiting beliefs that come up and get rid of those fears in order to create and experience this real freedom, but I'll tell you guys, one of the key things that can help put you on the path towards true freedom is confidence. We need to have confidence in order to have enough courage to make the change and face our own fears. And, you know, confidence is built up over time. It's something that, you know, with courage, right? Courage will come first. You have to take that, have that courage to take action, the confidence, competency loop, That I've talked about before in another uh, podcast is you build that competency over time. You build the uh, tools, you build all the ideas, and you're constantly getting more courage to take action, building more confidence, and the confidence comes along the way. You know, it's, I'd like to really encourage you guys to build up your confidence level so that you have continuous courage to get out there to find your purpose and to create this life of true freedom. You know, uh, there's a book about 11 life lessons on freedom and it's from the daily stoic. And I think that it's so, so important to talk about these 11 life lessons on freedom and you have to truly master these things and, you know, focus on number one, like use everything that happens to you as a lesson, like difficulties show a person's character. So when a challenge comes, remember that, you know, your, your higher being that God or whomever you pray to is matching you with a younger, you know, sparring partner as kind of a physical training, you know, they want you to become like the Stoic says, an Olympian, you know, that takes sweat. And, you know, I think no one has a better challenge than this. If only you can use it, as an athlete that becomes better, that continues to push forward and use everything that happens to you as a lesson. Number two is treating your mind the way you do your body. If a person gave away your body to some passerby, you'd be furious, right? Yet you hand over your mind to anyone and everyone who comes along and kind of mirror their thoughts. So You know, that's a type of abuse that you're leaving and letting these people define your own personal freedom. And you want to make sure that you are constantly treating your mind the same way you do your body. And a lot of people are really into their physical fitness and their physical health, but make sure we're not distracting from our mind as well. You know, don't use your body for you. So, you know, why would you let them do the thinking for you? You know, don't let others do that. So all too often, we allow ourselves to really get upset and rivaled over think- over thoughts that we didn't even think of our own selves that maybe somebody else said or we kind of put in our heads. So, uh, you know, the Stoics say that as a person that keeps their mind focused on what is go- good and true, You will truly change your mind and continue to make your own decisions. You know, this way you aren't easily swayed by what everybody else says and anybody else says, and you're not defining your core values and uh, who you are and your purpose in life based on what other people want you to say. And number three is choose what you expose yourself to or someone else will do it for you. That really goes in tandem with, you know, what I just said, if we don't choose to put down our phones and spend time with our spouses to solve actual issues, you know, plaguing our lives, um, then our phones will continue to choose to expose us to whatever the world wants us to feel and think. And that's not always in our best interest. So you have to have time to be constantly Playing with your own thoughts and spending some thinking time with yourself. And I'm, I'm a big advocate of thinking time. Um, if you guys haven't heard of it, you know, there's a, uh, Keith Cunningham, who is one of the, uh, mentors for Tony Robbins talks about thinking time in his book. I believe it's, um, Something about uh, being stupid, but the road less stupid. That's what it is. Uh, But he talks about thinking time in this book. And I highly encourage you guys to, to grab a, a copy of that and learn truly what thinking time is and spending that time with yourself. So the next one is find heroes to emulate. You know, we all carry the seeds of greatness within us, but we need an image as kind of a point of focus in order that we can kind of sprout this, this image of of greatness that we want, you know, find those mentors. We all want to improve, but sometimes we just don't know where to start. If you want to know how to improve, like look to those who you admire the most, those who have qualities that you truly want to possess, you know, read their biographies and take inspiration from them. You know, if you want to be a politician, you know, read about them, read about different people that are in that realm, read their biographies, uh, the point is that kind of imitating the best of the best has the effect of bringing out that best in you. But again, be careful not to completely copy and emulate what they're saying, but get some tidbits that can really help you identify who you are and your main purpose in life. You know, and the, another one is just be honest with yourself. Um, you know, a lot of times rather than sugarcoating situations in order to so- soothe out, you know, your egos, we decide to, to decide to totally and truly be brutally honest with yourself. You know, just, you know, if you're just a tad bit overweight and you want to get out there, you have to be honest with yourself about the progress that you're going to make and the celebrations you're going to make along the way. Like, You know, it hurts um, and it's painful, uh, sometimes true honesty with yourself, but it'll ultimately drive you to make the necessary changes to become somebody that you're truly proud of. And, you know, there's so many different ways, you know, we aren't tired, uh, but maybe the truth is that we're lazy. You know, if you're trying to put yourself out there to work out or do whatever, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of being lazy and not necessarily lack of energy. The truth hurts, but sometimes it's what we need to hear to push ourselves for those necessary changes. Uh, Another life lesson they talk about is start living as your ideal self now. So stop daydreaming about who you could be and instead really carefully define the person you want to be and start living as that person now. Like what stops us from taking action to change our lives is often not a lack of desire to change, but a failure to really define what changes we want to make. So we'll have a big goal, but we don't necessarily break it down into these micro commitments and these necessary changes that we actually want to make. And you know, it, again, it doesn't go back to that lack of desire. We don't have a lack of desire to wanna be in the best physical shape possible. We just don't talk through the necessary action steps it takes to get there. So I want you to start looking at yourself as that ideal person now. Uh, manifest that person into the future. Decide who you want to be and start living as that person right now. You know, another life lesson is if you wish to improve, be willing to look like a fool. This one is is actually really funny, but you know, it's it's a fact of life that in any any endeavor, any risk that we take, we won't always know what to do first. We're going to stumble. You know, we can overthink and overanalyze. All of us perfectionists out there, and recovering perfectionists myself, but you know we're going to stumble. We're going to miss our marks. We're going to fail and we're going to fail a lot. You know, if other people are watching, we will also likely be ridiculed and made fun of, but we don't want to focus on those things. But you need to know that those things can happen. You know, you and every person you know have stumbled when taking their first steps, even as a little baby, right? We all stumbled. It wasn't perfect, but that doesn't matter. Like what matters is that We continued to get up to dust ourselves off and to truly improve on ourselves. Uh, The next life lesson is starting is often the hardest part. I know we all hear that a lot of times, but in any program of self improvement or anything you're jumping into, the beginning is almost always the most difficult part. You know, if you haven't exercised in years and the idea of starting even a running program, like, sounds dreadful. But in spite of that dread, you put on your shoes, you go for that run, and something strange really starts to happen. At the end of the run, you feel a sense of accomplishment, a feeling that in spite of what your emotions told you, to kind of hold you back and that you can't do it, and I'm I'm scared of what's going to happen. You did what was best for you anyway, and something even better happens the more you do it, the easier it gets. And eventually it becomes unthinkable to even act against your own self interest. You have to continue to understand that starting is often the hardest part, but creating that habit, getting those repetitions in, you know, and getting that muscle really going in the right direction is, is what is going to matter in the end. You know, another one is, is keep your business to yourself. And I'm such a big proponent of this one is, you know, humans are social animals and we are all susceptible to wanting approval of others. And because of this, we often feel the need to overshare details about our lives that most people really don't care about. We hear this word vulnerability um, and a lot of times people just take it completely over the top and worst, if you feel the need to do this, then it's very likely that you will be swayed by the opinions of others, like others who won't always have your best interests at heart and will then project their own life experiences um, and experiences that don't necessarily even match up with yours onto what you're doing and what your goals are. You know, if you're making progress on a dream, don't spend your energy telling people who aren't truly important to you about it. Focus instead on making more progress on that dream. Uh, another life lesson is understand your limits. You know, during, you know, during the time of really setting those boundaries and setting those limits and setting clear goals, a lot of times, let's say, if you want to go, I want to go completely vegan or I want to stop drinking and you've been eating meat and drinking your entire life, you know, a lot of times you have to understand your own limits and know that you have to kind of wean yourself through certain things and it can't be just completely cut off tomorrow and understanding that you're somebody who needs progress and they need a buildup by knowing your limits and pushing them. You're no longer kind of a slave to what other people say you can or can't do and you're no longer have to compare yourself to anyone else. This isn't to say that you use your limits as an excuse, but only that you use them to teach you what to disregard. Your limits don't control you. They teach you what is in your control and what isn't. And it's really, really important to understand what your limits really are. Uh, the next life lesson is to have faith. And, you know, the Stoic definition of faith is both similar to and different from the traditional kind of religious definition. You know, their faith was not faith in a sort of like divine intervention that comes to the rescue when we need it the most, but a faith that comes from knowing that you're doing the best that you possibly can from learning to accept events that are outside of your control and to stop passing judgment upon them. The Stoics really believe that the more we practice just like justice and goodness, the more justice and goodness reveals itself to us, right? Uh, it kind of comes back twofold. So the more gratitude we pull out, the more things that come back our way. So, so have faith, faith that if we are content with just doing the right thing, the rest will take care of itself and having that faith to truly be able to work through it. So I challenge you guys, uh, you know, as we work through this word freedom, of the month and defining what freedom is to us. I want you to define your core values. I want you to find purpose. What is the meaning of your life? And to sit with yourself in your own thinking time and to really, truly know your limits, understand your limits, have faith in the progress, keep your business to yourself and know that your decisions are your own. You know, know that starting is the hardest part and give yourself grace through that. And if you wish to improve You have to be willing to, like I said, look like a fool. You have to be willing to accept failure and move through it. And, you know, start living that ideal self now. Look at some mentors and people that you admire and truly dig deep into who they are and who their core value, what their core values are, what their purpose in life is and why you admire them the most. Um, But, you know, find those heroes to implement. Uh, emulate, and then really be honest with yourself and choose what to expose yourself to, or someone else is truly going to do it for you. So make sure you're defining it. Make sure they're your own ideas. And freedom is truly just at your fingertips. We can think of it in our own minds and our hearts and the feeling of freedom to be spiritually, mentally, and physically free is the most beautiful thing on this journey to pure joy and to live to celebrate every single day. So thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope you are having a wonderful month of freedom.